Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Fast Break Lip NBA Podcast. Your boy Samuel here. I got Kev with me. Kev, say what's up to the people. Good night, good afternoon, and good morning. We got sort of a jam-packed episode. A lot has happened since we last recorded. At least me and Rico recorded. Um, preseason began. We got some contracts. We got some some news that happened. So we're going to get into all that. And we are going to give you our season preview as the season will be kicking off. As you'll be listening to this, it'll be kicking off tomorrow. So... You get all this information, all our thoughts, our predictions about what's going to happen this season. So let's get right into some news. Um, Today, actually, Rudy Gobert signed a five-year, 205, um, basically almost like a Supermax extension with the Jazz. A lot of people on Twitter expressed how... There were people that 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 um kind of felt um two different ways about this. They felt like it was necessary to do this because like no one's gonna come to Utah. And then there's the other side that's like that's a lot of money for a guy who can't stay on the floor in the playoffs. So how do you feel about that contract? Well, um as of today, today has marked like the contradiction of the NBA because here we are going into a shooting NBA and the top three paid NBA players as in Russell Westbrook, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and now Rudy, Ro- Rudy Gobert or coronavirus man, whatever. Um, They can't shoot. They can't shoot. All three of them can't shoot. So what I'm seeing is people are getting paid to shoot. Which is which is awkward. Kind of thought we were shifting into a shooting NBA. Um, the contract in itself now. Two hundred. First of all, first of all, when he asked for a max deal, I was kind of confused because I mean, all right, DPOY, all right, that's cool, but max deal player, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, he's always in the defensive player of the year um conversation, so I guess it's kind of fair a little bit, but I don't think that's that alone should earn you a max deal, especially to put you in the same conversation money-wise with someone as Giannis. Now, I, I, I did just mention Giannis can't shoot, but we got to realize he's, he's the exception because we're talking about a man who averaged, what, almost 30 points, 10 rebounds, 5 plus assists, and could guard any position, and literally just literally a jump shot away from being probably one of the best if not a general, I don't know, probably the best player ever. I can't lie. If he gets a jump shot, he could definitely be probably the best player ever. So that's different. But for Rudy Gerbert's case, um, I mean, he started problems in the locker room. Shut down the NBA. Now, I ain't going to say it's him alone, but he definitely was the face of the NBA shutting down. Um, Not saying that that means he doesn't deserve to get paid, but. Just saying that's a fact. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I guess he's going to stay in Utah now with that deal. I, I didn't think he would stay, but I guess he's going to stay now. So what that also makes me question is what are they going to do with Donovan Mitchell, who's obviously the better player and the player they're building around? Because I thought maybe Donovan – I mean, Donovan Mitchell got a great deal as well. Don't get me wrong. 
Yeah. But I just don't know how that's going to formulate, especially when it comes to the free agency coming up. Well, what are going to Well, no one no one's going to Utah. So I think that's that's that the free agency thing is like that's already out the window. I think what a lot of people are seeing now is that Utah's probably just going to be one of those teams that's like always in the playoffs, but like you don't expect them to really go anywhere. Like they're probably going to be a first round, maybe second round out every year or so. And it's just going to be like that until like maybe Donovan Mitchell gets pissed and like demands for a trade or whatnot. Cause you know how the NBA cycle goes. It's like you, you get stars, young stars can only deal with like dealing with the same situation for so long before they want out and want to join someone else or just want a whole new situation um altogether so yeah i think that's what will happen there with um with that situation i mean i'm of the mindset where um i feel like the deal is necessary to get done because like you don't want you you, mm, i also I also feel like they could have just like probably signed him for like something a little bit cheaper and then possibly trade him down the line if they're not satisfied with him within the next couple of years. Um, but yeah, I just feel like Utah's probably gonna just be one of those teams that's like maybe like a five or six seed every year, and then, you know, that's the way it's gonna be. But nothing more, nothing less. I just I'm confused. I don't know if Utah sees him getting better. Um for a man to average fifteen and ten with two blocks, I don't think that deserves that kind of contract. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't see fifteen and ten earning that much money. Fifteen and ten, don't get me wrong. And can I average fifteen and ten in NBA? No, I cannot average fifteen and ten. Can I average one and ten? Can I average one and one? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? I I don't see someone averaging 15, 10, and 2 earning $200 million. For Westbrook's case, Westbrook is a previous MVP. Giannis is a previous MVP. Rudy Gobert is just a defensive player of the year candidate, bro. And a first-team all-defense candidate. Nothing else. Now, yeah, $200 mil for that? I feel like they could find that somewhere else. Like, literally... I feel like if you used to go and try to go get someone like Hassan Whiteside, he could probably do the same thing Rudy Gobert do, honestly. Almost. Nah. I mean, Hassan Whiteside is like, he's a good rim protector, but like everything else on defense is like, meh. That's okay. why Hassan Whiteside's on like the vet minimum at, at, in Sacramento. So. Which is, I, I can respect that. But I'm just saying, like, 15, 10, and 2 is nothing special. Now, averaging a triple double, that's special. Even though we have a lot of politics behind. Russell Westbrook, I have a lot of respect for him as a player, and I can see why he earned that money. Giannis, even though he cannot shoot, I see why he earned that money because, come on, everyone who watched Giannis play, despite him can't shoot, despite his ability to can't shoot, like you can see what he does in that court. But Rudy Gobert, not to mention they got to take you off the court in the playoff time, like, uh, that's yeah, like, that's that's the main that's the main thing everybody's been bringing up. Like, dude isn't playable in the playoffs, and it's just like, and Kevin Durant even mentioned it himself when he was talking about I think like awards with on JJ Reddick's podcast. Like, he was like, some of these guys that the media like talks about, and like these analytics guys talk about, it's like, he's he's like, yo, I I can score on you, like, 
then he was also like how um I mean, but then again, KD could score on everybody, so that's not yeah, and that's what JJ Reddick said too. He was like, <laughs> You could score on anybody. So it's like, but then KD was like he's like you see in these type of guys that are like in defensive player of the year conversations and like during the playoffs, teams are scheming to get you off the court. And it's like that can't happen if you if if all these if these all these dudes is like talking about you so highly. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, especially you get I mean, I don't know if Utah thought that through. Like, did you really think that you wanna pay someone that much money if you can't trust them in the time where it matters the most? Like, for example, we all I mean, you okay, I I can remember you questioning Jamal Murray's um contract before. Another oh, yes, question. Definitely. But yes, you definitely questioned it. And he definitely proved why he got that contract. Last, I was so glad he proved me wrong too. Oh yeah. And definitely proved why he earned that contract. But for someone like Rudy Gerbert, I don't during that like didn't they just lose when they just were up three one and low and they lost, like Yeah. So it's like I don't know, like you can't even trust him to win y'all one game. Well, I mean, hey, maybe it's just Hey, um, I think it's just maybe like, like I said before, Utah's like they know they're not gonna get free agents like that. So, and you gotta you gotta keep your guys there somehow. So, you just gotta bite the bullet on it. And I think I, I saw some people on Twitter mentioning this too as well. They were like, "This is probably gonna lead to teams probably getting rid of the supermax in the next CBA because it kind of debilitates your team." team's growth moving forward because you end up having to pay these guys to stay so much and it limits your ability to really advance your team in the coming years so it's like mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if they get rid of it really i mean he dragged it took what he wants one i don't i don't think he deserved it and the fact they gave it to him that's their loss to me that's what they lost in that situation unless he unless he comes out in the season Averaging like 25, 15 or something. I, but I don't see that happening for him at any point in his career. So I just cannot see why he got that max deal. Shout out to him though. I'm, I'm happy for him, you know, as a person, as a, as a person, I, I am happy for him, but seeing it from a player point of view and analyzing it, it's, it's a loss for the, the Jazz. I, I don't see why they did that. They didn't have to do that. I feel like they could have offered him less and let him leave or something, or something along those lines. I don't think he deserved all of that, though. Yeah, so, um, yeah. I mean, we'll see how it plays out during the season. Hey, maybe he's one of those guys that comes out and proves me wrong once again, like Jamal Murray did and... Um, Siakam and Jalen Brown did this past year, as I questioned all their contract extensions, um, mm-hmm. last um last year on the pod when we first started out. Um, another person that got extended today, Kuzma, um, f- three years, um, forty million, about thirteen point three million dollars, um, per year on the contract. Um, it's a contract that's everyone noticed that it's a very affordable contract. And it's something, it's something, it's a contract that they could easily move now in trade discussions in the future. For so, sure. Um, I think for everybody who questioned that if Kuzma was better than Tatum, just eat that up. 
I just look at the deals <laughs> and eat that up. Cause that 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 conversation kind of upset me. Cause I'm a Tatum fan, as you know. So, and I know I saw Kuzma play. I see Tatum play, and I know who's a better player. I still know who's a better player. We see who's the better player is. So everyone who brought up that conversation, yeah, just eat that up. Look at look at the the money, and then yeah, that, that's your answer. Who's a better player? Facts. Um, on some like NBA news front, I guess old news at this point but i mean it's still an ongoing story and it's probably going to be an ongoing storyline until it gets resolved to some point but houston rockets and james harden they still still very rocky road james harden says he's focusing on the season for right now where he's at um of course we know he has um suitors in um well at least brooklyn is not interested now because they would have to give up Kyrie or kevin durant in return and um, we know Brooklyn's not just going to do that anyways. And they just, I think Brooklyn just is satisfied with what they have. And they just want to see how far they can go with, with, with the squad that they have right now. But um, the other day, some rumblings came out about um, Philly being like willing to put Ben Simmons in a package. And then a couple of minutes later, Daryl Morey came out and said, no, nah, never mind. Like we're not. So I it's going to be interesting. I'm happy. They Go ahead. I'm happy they didn't trade Simmons because I didn't see that helping the Rockets anyway possible. I I didn't see how that's gonna benefit the Rockets. Maybe the seventy six is a little bit, but the Rockets no. Uh-uh. Yeah, I think with um with Harden, you might as well just play out the season, see what you got there with John Wall, Boogie, Christian Wood. Christian Wood looks really good. John Wall looks really good. Thank you for saying that. Ha ha, let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Samuel said it. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here first. Samuel said John Wall looks good. Y'all heard or it. now. Y'all heard, or... no, it's okay. Y'all heard what he said. And talk about John Wall. He he doesn't nah, look like, he, uh, he looks uh-huh. he yes. looks good. He looks good. And you know what? I think yes. I, yes. <laughs> I you, what I think contributes to this is the extended period of time he was allowed to rehab. This is not a normal time period that t- a player is allowed to usually recover from their um Achilles injury. It, he he was allowed like two years to recover. Kevin Durant was almost allowed two years as well, and we see how they both look right now. Um, it's too it's still too early to tell because we still have to see how they deal with the wear and tear of the regular season. But so far through the first couple of preseason games, they do both look like they are healthy and ready to go, which gives me some hope for Klay Thompson, because hopefully Klay Thompson takes it easy and slow and doesn't rush his return as well and gives himself ample amount of time to actually just come out and be himself when he actually returns and not have to like go through all these like lingering issues of like, oh, he has like a sore Achilles this night or he has a sore leg or he has to like rest and whatnot. But yeah, I think in general, I think it's just like these guys have just had a, an, an unusual amount of time to re- to rehab their injuries and it, it's paying dividends so far. We'll see how it goes for the rest of the season. Well, for better news for Clay Thompson, one thing about Clay is that he doesn't rely on athleticism. At all, at all. He dunks here and there, but he doesn't rely on, you know, having to jump. Just literally have – all he has to do is literally run around, catch, and shoot the ball. So 
in that case, I feel like he could definitely come back on time. And he's definitely, if not the second best shooter in NBA, probably third now after Damian Lillard. I, I'll put Curry and Damian Lillard up there. Then I'll throw Clay there. And I'll probably throw someone like Redick or even Duncan Robinson up there right now. But um, And Seth Curry. Seth Curry is definitely an honorable mention. But um, otherwise, I, I do see Clay Thompson coming back stronger. Not even stronger, but I do see him coming back eventually. And hopefully he stays healthy. I don't like seeing anybody go down to injury. But speaking for John Wall, yes, he did have some good period. I feel like he definitely worked in that jump shot. The jump shot looking a little cleaner and quicker. His game looks the same. He's he's running. I haven't seen him dunk as often, but he's not in. He's not dancing like y'all always say he does. He, <laughs> he's dancing around defenders. He's getting to the bucket. He's getting. He's going to help that Houston Rockets offense, especially with driving kick. I feel like he has slightly better IQ than Westbrook, especially when it comes to shot IQ. Um, I feel like he's better to play with. I feel like I, I, I am kind of upset with Harden not giving him a chance, really. I think he deserve a, deserves a chance, respectfully. But we're going to see what happens. But um, otherwise, I am definitely happy for John Warner's return. I'm happy to see him back to being John Wall. I see him. I've been watching the Rockets play literally for him. Christian Woods, I am excited to watch for sure. I'm excited to see what he becomes because he ended the season pretty well. I also have him on fantasy, so yes. Um, But yes, I am happy for Christian Wood. I, I see he had 27 and 10. It looked easy for him. I can't lie. That looked mad easy when he played. It even yeah, a lot of his teammates were comparing him to um Anthony Davis, the way he's able to get up and down the floor and able oh, to, like, yeah. he has, like, a really, like, spread out offensive um skill set. Oh, yeah, for sure. He, lo- he looked special out there. I can't lie. He looked very special out there. So I am happy to see. I want to see how he turns out, for sure. Um, I feel like he he's going to be probably the biggest thing for the Houston Rockets. I think other than Harden, I feel like he'll be. I think with him and Wall, him and Wall is gonna be something special if if Harden decides not to play and decides to go train with Meek Mill and Little Baby again. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Facts. Um. So um. Let's get into our season preview. We got awards to go through. We got like breakout players, first time All Stars. Surprise playoff teams. Then we'll go through like the Eastern Conference, Western Conference, see who makes the playoff spots. Go through contenders and pretenders. And then we'll talk about which team we'll think will be the worst in the league. So let's start off with awards. The big one first, of course, MVP. Who do you think will get MVP this year? Hmm. Right now. It's hard. I like. Extremely. I kind of want to go with Giannis again, but then after seeing the second season Luca just had, if Luca even play slightly better than he played last year, I think he might just win the MVP. Yeah, um, a lot. What you saying? Yeah, Kevin? a lot of people have. Um, a lot of people have Luca as the early favorite because just based on like the odds that are presented to start the season, like the betting odds, he's the favorite of course. And you got, um, what is it? Um, 
yeah, he's the favorite. And I don't know how to necessarily feel about it because I don't know if his team will be that high in the standings to get it. Sure, you can bring up Westbrook winning it back when he won it, but that was a whole different situation. There was a whole storyline to that as well that contributed to it. So KD leaving? Yeah. So there was a motive to kind of get Westbrook the MVP that year. Um, A lot of people might say Anthony Davis, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't think it's possible for a team... A teammate of LeBron to get MVP. Yeah, especially I, LeBron I came out and said, "But yeah, yeah." I mean, yeah, it's like, especially when LeBron came out and established, like he was like, "I'm not load managing this year," so you expect him to give it a go for most games this year in a shortened season. So most guy, most people. They're going to say, oh, he has LeBron as his teammate. And if LeBron's killing it, LeBron might steal MVP votes from him. And it's just funny that people would even consider this because when, whenever, like, during the Warriors years with KD and Steph, it was like none of them can get MVP because they cancel each other out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, can we please keep the same energy of AD and LeBron canceling each other out, especially when people are calling Anthony Davis, like, the second best player in the league or whatever now. So... Yeah, I I don't see, I I don't get how someone playing. First of all, let's let's not forget the narrative behind LeBron being that one person that makes teams hundred percent better, because that alone is gonna hurt his case for any MVPs. You know, for any yeah. Davis, like especially when y'all walk around saying, "Oh yeah, AD LeBron is supposed to make any team make him ten times better." He makes all the players around him look great. And it's not lies. You're telling the truth. But to see someone else with MVP with him, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't. If if I were a betting man, I'd put my bet on actually Steph Curry. Oh. As everyone okay. as everyone should know, I'm a huge Steph Curry fan. Um, favorite player in the league. Um and he just has like the I don't want to say the perfect situation, but he has a lot of doubters on him right now on his case, especially on Twitter. A lot of people doubting him crazy. He has this new basically a new roster to overcome. A bunch of teammates that he hasn't played with before. He played with Andrew Wiggins for one game last year. He's got Kelly Oubre in there, James Wiseman. You got to incorporate him. They got Brad Wanamaker, Kent Bazemore, all these all these pieces that he hasn't played with in a long time or never played with before. And if he can somehow will that Golden State team to like a four seed, which is completely possible in the, in the West, because there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of um, a lot of teams. I feel reg- I feel like a couple teams from last year regressed, and not enough teams did enough to get completely better where i feel like golden state can somehow slip themselves into a spot and if if curry is killing it he is going to get some mvp votes and he has a lot of doubters to prove wrong again i don't know why he has anyone to prove wrong but he does and i would put my bet on him i know he's motivated to start the season and to prove everybody wrong i know they start the season on a little tough road trip with brooklyn and the bucks back to back but we'll see how they deal with that 
Yeah, I expect them to lose both games. Nah, let me stop. I expect them to lose to the Nets. I expect them to lose to the Nets. But, um, yeah, Steph Curry is definitely an honorable mention. If not, my second favorite point guard after John Wall in the A right now. So, yes, um, for all you who think I hate Steph Curry, I do not hate Steph Curry. I am I love Steph Curry. Actually, one of my better favorite players that I enjoy. I mean, I never don't want to see him play. Like, I, I always love watching him play. I also can see him with MVP. I feel like he's going to come back on better timing, despite that broken hand situation. I don't think that injury is going to affect them because it's Stephen Curry, bro. Come on, bro. You're not even his MVP. He he deserves all the respect. For all you who, who hates on him, for literally having the ability to shoot, you sound foolish. You sound foolish for anybody who sits there and say, oh, all you could do is shoot. You also sound very stupid. Very stupid because he's a man. Not to mention, at his size, one of the better rebounders for his size. Like, I have a lot of respect for Stephen Curry. So I could definitely see Stephen Curry being in that race. Other than Luka and Stephen Curry, definitely Giannis up there. I want to say KD, but he just came up for injury. So I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it for now. Um, Damon Jokic are also some honorable mentions yes, for, for MVP. Sure. For sure, Damon. As well. I feel like Dame would actually have a better season than Stephen Curry, possibly. I don't know. His team got better, though, so I don't know. I'm going to see. I feel like Dame, maybe Dame will be, I don't know. His team is pretty good, though, this year. They, their team is not that bad. They got another kickback. So I am very interested in seeing how the trailblazers play. So I could definitely see Dame getting it, Um, especially how he played last year. He, he played last year. He played great last year. I can't lie. He did his thing last year, for sure. Um. I ain't gonna count on LeBron. LeBron is not anyone you count out ever. Like I, I, I learned my lesson. Never count on yeah. LeBron. He's like an automatic. That's why I didn't even mention him. But yeah, yeah. I don't feel like to the point where he's so he has so much respect. You don't have to mention him in any conversations because he's there. He's there by default, literally. Like he's literally there by default. Yeah. Like LeBron is there, and he's there. That's that's what I could say. So definitely LeBron is in the conversation, despite him being thirty-five. Whatever, whatever. It's LeBron James, y'all. Does not sit here and act stupid. Don't no matter how much you don't like the man, it's LeBron James. So, definitely LeBron. Um. Uh, other than that, I mean, I don't expect no. I don't really expect new faces in the um. In the MVP race like that. Oh, like like I don't really expect anybody new when I think about it. So 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 your pick is Luca. My main pick would be Luca, though. Yeah. Just watching what he does on that court, nah, that's my main pick because he's special. You're not going to see what? You're not going to see a Luca that often. That man, yeah, he's something else. He's something else for sure. All right. So let's move on to Rookie of the Year. Who 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 do you have as the favorite for Rookie of the Year? Wow. Wow. Um, I'm not very, like, I haven't been. I didn't watch college basketball too heavy last year. So, did you catch some of preseason at least? Oh yeah, for to sure. see who's been. Oh for sure, of course, of preseason. Off of preseason, off of the preseason. Um. Oh man, a few rookies had some, you know, decent preseason. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, if I'm being honest, I. Lamella Ball is definitely in the conversation, but I don't know. I got to see how he plays as the season progresses. 
because his preseason was iffy, I'll say for sure. Yeah, the scoring is not necessarily all the way there, but the feel for the game and like yeah. just like but the passing is just mm-hmm. the passing is godlike. Yeah, I can't lie. When it comes to passing, a lot of people can't say too much about that man. That man's ability, him and Lonzo, that ball family, their their passing ability is there. It's there for sure. You can't deny it at all. You cannot deny their ability to pass the ball. But um, his offense, I mean, he shot 25% from whatever he played in last season, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I got to see how his shooting comes about. Hopefully he picks it up. I, I feel like he will pick it up. Um, Anthony Edwards, the situation he's in compared to other rookies is like, it's hard. It's Timberwolves. They're an unserious team. I don't take them serious at all. Like I, with Cat being the play he is, Russell being the play he is. Um, the team has no defense. Yeah, the defense. They have like two defenders, literally. and then that's it. Their coach being, you know, young and not the best coach ever. I'll say a decent coach. Um. I don't know how that team is going to end up with Anthony Edwards. I don't know if he will get – I could see his potential. Like, I could see him doing something. But rookie of the year, I mean, I got to see. Um, Otherwise, Cole Anthony definitely – I was just about to say, yo, Cole Anthony been looking like a bucket in, in preseason so far. Yeah, Cole Anthony is looking like a problem. I cannot lie. Cole Anthony – If he like gets, a- like, legit minutes, he may, he may challenge for that. I feel like Cole Anthony could definitely win rookie of the year the way he's been playing in preseason. I got to say, the season goes when he starts. Also, um, that Kyle Guy kid is nice. Wow, that Kyle Guy kid. He's he not a rookie, though. He's not? Okay. All right, he's not a yeah, rookie. He, but he just didn't play a lot last year with um Sacramento. He was mainly in the G League, but, yeah, he's not a rookie. He better play that kid. He's nice. Um, Otherwise, rookie Patrick Williams, definitely an honorable mention from the Bulls. His his package is – he has a nice package. When, pause. Okay, pause, pause. When I say package, y'all, I'm talking about his game. So, please, please, I know what I get. He has a nice offensive package. He has the length to um be a good defender as well. You're not helping yourself uh, right yo, now. Yo, we're talking basketball right now. So, we're going to continue playing basketball. So, he has he has the, the wingspan to do some good damage on defense. He has a nice mid-range jumper, calm little three-point, calm little, you know. So, I also could consider him. Um. That Cleveland rookie, he had a good little Coro. Yeah, Coro. He look, he look. I, I don't see much rookie of the year potential OD, but I can see him being a problem for sure. I can see him being a problem. He got. I got to see how he plays in the regular season. Um, Wiseman. I got to see how Wiseman plays. Yeah, we haven't seen anything from him yet. Yeah, he's been. He's been kind of kept a secret by Golden State, kind of. That's why he, he, said, he had COVID, but then what you call it? Um, they didn't play him in any of preseason. He's been doing mainly like just scrimmage work and practice work, and I feel like they're gonna start him opening night. So, yeah. So I definitely I gotta see Wiseman play before I say something about him. But I feel like Wiseman is special. I picked him up a fantasy. Cause I feel like he's gonna be good. He's seven feet with a, and we're talking basketball. A good offensive package. He could shoot the ball. Good size. I think he's an active defender at that. Seen a few games he played in college. So I got some I got some hope in Wiseman. I feel like Wiseman and Curry is gonna work out. I feel like he's gonna be Curry's best friend since Clay is gone. So 
we're going to see. Not best friend as in off the court, but I, I feel like playing-wise. On the court? Yeah, I feel like this is the best center he's pick played and roll, with. Pick and pop. I feel like, yeah, I feel like this is going to be the best big man he's played with since um, David Lee, possibly. So we're going to see how that how that turns out. Um, otherwise, that, that the rookie for the, the Wizards, he's decent, but he's playing with Russell. Denny. Yeah, Denny. He's nice. He's nice. Denny's a problem. I watch him play. He's good. He's going to be a problem going on in NBA. But him playing with Beal and Westbrook, I don't know how it's going yeah, to correlate. Yeah, it's going to be tough to get touches. Yeah, because Westbrook alone. I mean, the way Westbrook played with the Wizards the other night, okay. But is he going to play like that every night? I don't know. We got to see what happens. Yeah. We got to see. Um, I don't see Killian Hayes. I got to see. If Killian Hayes is raw. Pause. But, yeah. He's raw. Yeah, I got to see what he does. He, his preseason has been iffy as well. But he is playing with probably the hardest position in basketball. So, Yo, it's a very hard position to learn to play in the NBA. He against, you know, that's probably you're literally guiding an entire team. So I got to see how he turns out. But um, I could see – I got to see, yeah, Killian Hayes, I don't know. That next rookie is not bad. That that quickly kid, he's not bad. Um, quickly, yeah. I, I hope Thibs gives him – I hope Thibs starts him. Yeah, I, I want to see how he turns out because he's definitely any rookie playing for the Knicks could be a rookie of the year. So, um, Dibs, I mean, uh, quickly or Toppin? Yeah, Toppin. I feel like I got to see him get more. I feel once he gets to feel some more, um, and we took him basketball. Once he once he gets to feel some more, we're gonna see how he turns out. I feel like he can also be an honorable mention because his first game is pretty good. I ain't gonna lie, but the games afterwards kind of iffy. But the games afterwards, it was like. He was like the second game. I think after that, he said that he was forcing it a bit, and then the other two games, he was just he was just like trying to find his own. Like he wasn't forcing things. One thing that's underrated about Obi Toppin's game, or at least it shouldn't be un- underrated at this point, this was one of his main sticking points from college is his, is his playmaking ability. It was oh, yeah. one play where he like he pump faked, he drove into the lane, and he did like a no look pass to Kevin Knox in the corner. Kevin Knox had an open three, boom. But yeah, that's one of his underrated parts of his game. With quickly on the Knicks, it's a matter of opportunity because I feel like if they just let, give him the keys and let him run the offense with the team, I feel like the team is better suited to to succeed. Because as we saw, I mean, it was just preseason against like the Cavs or whatever, but like the team totally shifted, like their energy totally shifted once he entered the lineup versus like when they had like Alfred Payton out there. And it's just a matter of him be having the ability to shoot. That threat of him being a knockdown shooter opens up so much other um, lanes for everyone else. Like you saw once he pumped fake, he was able to get into the lane and then he was able to draw defenders towards him. And then he was able to pass out to Kevin Knox to shoot or just like throw a lob to Mitchell Robinson or Toppin or like get RJ involved in somehow. So it was just a matter of him, like him being the only point guard that can like legitimately shoot on the team already makes him like the best point guard for the Knicks to, for them to consistently <laughs> play. So it's like, like as a Knicks, it, it the bar is very low in New York right now, honestly. But we were just also happy, like you should have seen Knicks Twitter, like we were just rejoicing as we saw like a competent point guard know how to direct the team and shoot and playmake. And it was like finally, like Dennis Smith Jr. and Alfred Payton can't do that. So, but if 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 quickly gets like legit minutes, I don't think he's gonna be rookie of the year, but he might be like all rookie, like first team or second team at that, but. Um, Obi Toppin's a lot of people's favorite because his his offensive game is like suited really well for the NBA. He could shoot, he could roll to the rim, 
Um, he can play make. So his offensive game is suited very well to um, to succeed at the NBA level. As a Knicks fan, as, as a homer, I'm going to pick him for my rookie of the year. I hope he gets rookie of the year. I would love for our team to have a rookie of the year for once. I love um, I love for someone from the Knicks to win something in general. I don't know the last time they won something. <laughs> I don't think any of them win anything. Facts, but um. Yeah, I mean, I just hope um f- yeah, so that's my pick. I pick Obi Toppin for rookie of the year. Hmm. Um I think by the end of the year he'll be starting possibly. I know but to start the season he's probably going to come off the bench cuz of the whole Julius Randle situation. That's all politics at this point with the with the team. They'll figure that out when they can, but I got Obi as win- winning it. Um you have LaMelo as your pick or you got Wiseman? I can't pick Wiseman because I haven't seen him play yet. So that would that, that literally like, make no sense. Otherwise, my pick officially, I, I have to go with Bull just because of the hype behind him. Bull Bull? Nah, Ball, Ball. Ball? Oh. Another Ball. Yeah, I'll go with LaMelo. I, I think I'll stick with LaMelo just because of the hype behind him. And I know he's definitely going to change that team for the better. So. It's, it's just a matter of his scoring, how he's going to come about that. So, yeah. yeah, that's the biggest question mark with him. Um, all right, let's move on to six man of the year. Who you got winning that? Damn, the thing is, it's hard. It's hard to determine that when you don't know the rotations yet. Right? Yeah, that's that's the main thing. But you kind of get an idea, like Lou Williams, Dennis Schroeder. I'll just um, throw Jordan Clarkson. I'm going to just throw Lou in there as default until I see the season start. Montrez. Because I don't know um, if Dennis is going to start the season either. I don't know if Montrez is going to start the season either. So True. I'm going to stick with Lou. I think I Montrez Lou. will come off the bench, though. Okay, so Montrez could definitely. Um, If I'm thinking about other teams. Oh, 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 yes, yes. I think it's between Spencer Dinwiddie or Karis LeVert. I was just about to say Karis LeVert as my pick because um, I've heard Steve Nash's quotes and he said that he sees Karis LeVert in a Manu Ginobili type role. And we all know Ginobili is arguably the oh, best yeah. six man in, in all of NBA so, yes. history. I'm going to run so, with LeVert. I'm going to run I'm gonna run with him. I, I'm not going to say anybody else. We, we both got the same pick because I have LeVert as well. And I feel like he'll excel in that role because not only will he, will he be the primary scorer in the second unit for the Nets, but he'll also be the, the primary facilitator as well. Um, as we saw in the bubble, he was able to like he was able to facilitate really well, even though it was like a bum net squad around him. He was able to still like I would call him a bum. I would just say it underdeveloped. Not really underdeveloped. It was like it was like the skeleton of a of a net squad, basically. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fair. So it, it wasn't the old. It wasn't the whole Nets team. It wasn't like they had Jamal Crawford and like Tyler Johnson out there, and like Chris Chioza and Garrett Temple. Yeah, whole bunch tried. of guys there. Yeah, they tried. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and Karis Levert was able to get dimes with those dudes. Imagine what he's gonna do with like Landry Shamit, Jeff Green, Jared Allen. Yeah, that's like sure, unit. Sure. So. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like would run with he's I'll run my six man of the year pick, mm-hmm. and he's yours as well. So yeah. All right, defensive player of the year. Mm-mm. When it comes to that award, that's also because usually the same three people, usually like Colbert, Giannis, and either Green or somebody else. I'm gonna just go with Giannis again. 
He might win it back to back. I don't know. I don't see a defense getting worse. So I, I would just go. Yeah, with you, you assume that uh, you assume with other with with just someone like Drew Holiday um, helping him on his defense as well. You can like you assume he makes even a further jump, and they lost some key defensive play pieces on their team with um with Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. And um, who else did they lose? They also lost Robin Lopez, but I don't think he paid a lot for them either. But he's also good. Yeah, for defensive player of the year, I got um a pick that was in my top three last year, Ben Simmons. Oh, oh Ben. Oh, yep. I also got to mention Bam. It. Bam as well. Oh. Yeah, definitely, he'll be in the running for that as well. Bam as well. I feel like actually, Bam. Yeah, I feel like Ben Simmons definitely in that conversation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For ben sure. Simmons is a monster defensively. He's literally able to guard all five positions. Um, we see what he does with the steals and the blocks, and his defensive numbers were also up there with Giannis. And um his defensive numbers were up there with Giannis and um Anthony Davis last year. So that should tell the story within itself of like his defensive impact. And I feel like he's just going to be more motivated this year to come out and prove people wrong because his name is being thrown out there in trade rumors. People are wondering if him and Embiid and, and can fit together. They've got a new coaching staff. They got a lot of new pieces on the roster. I feel like Ben Simmons is going to come out motivated and just like try to prove everybody wrong. So I feel like he'll be motivated, especially on the defensive end, somewhere where he excels. He's going to be motivated to come out and, just be like, yo, I, I'm going to get this award. So, Yeah, we're going to see. I think Ben Simmons definitely can, definitely a great candidate to put that. Mm-hmm. Definitely him. Um, honorable mentions. Um, Marcus Smart, honorable mention for sure. Um, Jimmy Butler, depending on how, I, I got to see how that, that heat team is still good. So we're going to see what's up with them. Um, other than that, Oh yeah, AD, AD definitely. Of course, AD. Yeah, I didn't even mention him because he was like a given. Yeah, that's a given. He's like a LeBron when it comes to MVP. So AD for sure. Um, and yeah, about and you know, Gobert is up there too. But I don't know. You want to see how that turns out? Um, and yeah, I'll go. I'll go. If I go my main person, I will go with um between Giannis and Bam to me. I'll go. So if if it's if I'm picking between them, I'm going Giannis though. All right, most improved player. Ooh, wow. Oh man. Damn. Um. Wow. Let me think. Let me think. Christian Woods. Definitely. Yep, that's definitely a candidate. Definitely, definitely a candidate. Christian Woods for sure. Um. Devonte Graham, if he gets better, um, uh, let me see who else. Who else I could throw up there? Who else can I throw up there? I'm I'm trying to think of a player who's getting thrown into a a better situation. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Oh yeah, oh yes. He'll have a, he'll have a bigger role with um Jeremy Grant not there this year. Definitely Michael Porter Jr. could definitely win an award depending on how big of an offense. I feel like. Malone is going to make him one of the focal points of that offense. Some people also think Jamal Murray might have a good oh, chance. Oh, def- I, I, I expect Murray to average 22-plus this year. 
I'm expecting Murray to drop buckets this year. I'm expecting the best from him. Um, let me think. Let me think. I will say Gary DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton and Shea Gilgis Alexander are two people that are probably going to have bigger roles in their teams this For year as sure. well. For sure, DeAndre Ayton has CP3 feeding him yes. on the on the rolls now. I was, just, I was literally just thinking that Shea Gill just has the team to himself to at this point, literally, because that team is rebuilding at this point. Um, yeah, don't speak. Do not speak in my OKC this season because I will respond. So watch your mouths. That's it. That's all I'll say. Um, so shy. I, I feel like shy. Shy had a great season. He was definitely in a conversation last year for MIP as well. So, but um, Yeah, early on he was, but they kind of think it turned tailored off towards the end. Yeah, so definitely shy in that conversation. Definitely and definitely Christian Woods. Um I'm trying to think. I think Marco Fultz could earn his way depending on how, how well he plays the season. Marco Fultz, I think he'll have a better season. I don't know if he's gonna be a twenty points per game average. I gotta see what happens with him. But I would throw him in that conversation. Um who else? Who else can I consider? Uh, it's hard. So much teams and players in NBA. So you know, but yeah, Mike, it's hard to see. I don't know how much better Murray would play in a, in the season to win that award, depending on how he played last season. But we want to see how that turns out. Um. Uh, Lonzo Ball. I feel. Mm. Like, I feel like Lonzo could also join a conversation. I feel. I He's definitely like, motivated to get it at least. Yeah, I feel like Alonzo's definitely gonna be with Drew gone and Bloodsoe being a player he is, Alonzo definitely gets to be that point guard for that team. So and now that Zion is actually did to start the season and finish the season, hopefully, that's definitely gonna up his assist average overall. So and definitely should open up the floor for him as well. Cause Zion. One of the, I think something people don't really mention a lot is how much attention he draws. So the mm-hmm. three-point shooting for that Pelican team is going to be better with Zion on the floor, for sure, because they're going to be open. They're going to be open because I ain't going to lie. If Zion in that paint, you're going to want to stop him, and it's hard to stop him. So, And he draws a lot of attention. So definitely I, I'm going to throw Alonzo Ball into the most imp- improved player conversation for sure. So that's your pick? My main pick is Christian Woods. Christian Wood, okay. That's my main pick for sure. I would love to say RJ Barrett for my main pick because I've personally watched all the Knicks games last year and I've seen all the preseason games this year and I noticed like a major improvement in like a bunch of areas in his game, but I know they don't give the award to second year players. Like I noticed that he improved his free throw shooting. He shot like 60 something percent from the free throw line last year. This year, his form looks better, and he's he shot 87% from the free throw line through four preseason games. I know it's a, it's a small sample size, but so far, so good. Um, from the field, he's shooting 51% from the field in preseason. Um, he just looks more poised, more relaxed. He's like letting the game come to him. The three-point percentage is not all the way there as it should be, but I feel like it will come around because he improved his form this offseason as well. And like he's become a better playmaker, and he's able to just get to the rim better than he did last year. So I know they don't give the year the award to second year players, so I'm not even gonna mention his name as a pick. But I do, I do have him as a pick for another portion that we're gonna talk about soon. But um, 
my most improved player candidate would have to be let me take a look at this list again I would say um, Shea Gilgis Alexander, just because he's going to have a, 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 a bigger so. offensive load. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to have the team for himself. He's going to have the keys to the team. So, okay, I see. That's, that's a good pick. So Christian Woods, shy. We gonna see how that turns out. Um, definitely shy. I I can see why you say shy though, because that team, that offense should literally like run through him. So. Yeah, I can see. That. All right, so, spe- so speaking of like most improved players, just I'm gonna quickly segue into like, do you have any players that you expect to break out this year? Okay, yes. One, I, I expect Cam Reddish to have a way better year. Mm, okay. I expect Cam Reddish to um funny. It's hard though with the team that they they they, that yeah, they put talented. together they're they're in front of him. Yeah, they're talented for sure. That team is nasty. But I expect Cam Reddish to play way better, to play a way better year than he had his rookie year. I expect he's gonna shoot better. Cam Reddish is actually one of those players that could be uh, a All Star if he taps into his shoot potential. So definitely Cam Reddish. Um, also uh, Cam Reddish, other teammate DeAndre Hunter, he's had a great preseason as well. I expect both of them to coexist and make Brennock Hooks team. We're gonna talk playoffs later, so we going to see how that turns out. Um. But definitely, I expect him to have a, great, a better season. I mentioned Lonzo Ball already. Um, breakout wise, uh, who else can I mention? Uh, I hope Ben Simmons get a jump shot. Um, if he does, yeah. I expect him to have a breakout season once he starts be, start shooting. Um, breakout seasons, breakout seasons. That's 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 a field. Like I said, I expect Murray to step it up and be a top five point guard this year. I could see Ooh, top five. Top yeah, five. I expect Murray to jump into top five conversation the way he was playing, but I, I can only hope. I, I I like Murray as a player. It's good, good, good package. Yes, offensive package. Yes, um, defense could be better, but um, definitely good on offense. Um, I got to see what the Arian Fox does. I don't know. I always have. I always look at the Arian Fox. I always liked his game, so I got to see what turns out with him. Especially, it's a shame he's on the the Kings ruined De'Aaron Fox from the moment they fired Dave Yeager, because that was the year where they were challenging for the eighth seed, and they were playing fast. They were playing fast pace, up and down, up and down, up and down. That's De'Aaron Fox's game right there. Mm -hmm. And they just fired that coach, and then they hired Luke Walton, who a lot of people question why he has a head coaching job in the NBA, and. A lot of people are like, oh, it's because he was with Golden State and they won all those games with Steve Kerr. And Luke Walton owes 25% of his 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 checks to Steph Curry and the Warriors for making him look like a, a head coach when they were just doing what they wanted to do. For sure. I, I feel you. I feel you like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand how, I, how Luke Walton is still a coach. I feel sorry for De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I know he was beefing with um one of those guys from the jump oh, yeah, on we ESPN. Gonna, yeah, we we gonna speak on that. Yeah, he had me. <laughs> that man, I ain't gonna lie, Darian Fox is not in the wrong at all. Cause that was just me. That was just that was just disgusting with that man did with his mouth. That was nasty. <laughs> that like you you don't you don't say that, and it it was so unprovoked. Like it was literally for no reason. Like he literally just like they were showing a John Morant highlight, and then the dude was like, "Yo." 
De'Aaron Fox. John Morant is who De'Aaron Fox wants to be. Like, like bro, you don't say another man wants to be another man. Like, like if you got beef with him, bro, just say that, bro. Just say that, bro. Like, I don't, I don't understand. And he, he's saying that like De'Aaron Fox is a bad player or something like. That. Yeah, like if anything, John Morant is De'Aaron Fox is who John Morant should be looking at to replicate his game after. If like, anything, yeah, that was just nasty. Like, why would you do something like that with your mouth? Son, son slurped up John Morant crazy. Yeah, bro, that, don't don't slurp him up and then get like talk about he's hurt, bro. You slurped him up while he was at home minding his business, bro. Word, like he just caught a stray for no reason. Like you can't, you can't do that, man. Um, and then get mad when dude want to come at you. Yeah, bro, like stop it. That was that way he did with his mouth should be illegal. So that that was nasty. Um, also, let me see, Tyler Hero. I, I, you got to see how he, he turns out this season. Tyler Hero is someone that's become so overrated to me. To be honest, honestly, I like, can see why you say that. I could definitely because see it's like yo, like. All right, like, yeah, he was on a team that went to the chip and, like, he did his thing. But, like, are we really going to take the small sample size of the bubble and say, like, that's his whole, like, that's where? what he's become? I feel like, yeah, like, it's like, I feel like we're getting into another a Kuzma situation where it's like, we we, we, we overrating them. T- See, this is the thing. It's going to happen again. But a lot of people were like, he's better than RJ Barrett. Like, the same way people were like, Kuzma's better than Tatum. Mm-hmm. In a couple of years... We're going to see R.J. Barrett's real game when the Knicks, like, get some more solid pieces around R.J. and let him really play his game. Like, they're already, uh, they already going to turn R.J. into a small forward this year, which I think is his natural position. Mm-hmm. So I already think he's going to thrive off rip because of that. And he's one of my candidates for breakout players this year because I just feel like he can just – if he continues to hit his free throws, hits his threes at a decent rate, he could easily average, like, 20 this year. And what after that, he wraps. One thing about Barrett, he got some confidence, and that's gonna bring oh, him a long way. Of course. That's gonna bring him a long way. Um, otherwise, uh, I gotta see what D'Angelo Russell does with Cat. That's gonna be interesting to see. Um, breakout player wise, I mean, he had a breakout season already with the Nets, so I don't know if that. What's funny is like I see there's this dude on Twitter that's like obsessed with D'Angelo Russell and Trey Young and like he constantly calls them MVP candidates. It's like, bro, relax. Like D'Angelo Russell had one good year. Okay, Can we relax. Trey Young, I could I could see him being an MVP candidate. Yes, for sure. In the future, yeah, but D'Angelo Russell, no. D'Angelo Russell, um, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love his game, but not yet. He got, he got more. He got more time. Yeah, sometime. Um, otherwise, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, I feel like it's every year we waiting for Aaron Gordon to break out, man. He just doesn't. It's like I feel like this is just Aaron Gordon. Like this is just who he is at this point. And he's not bad. I just feel like he could be better. So Yeah, and that's what everybody feels like. But it's like, I don't know, is Orlando the wrong situation for him? Or like does he need to go somewhere else? I heard trade rumors of him in the in the off season, at least, not even the off season, but like during the like the bubble break or whatever. Like there was rumors of him like getting traded to like Golden State, but of course that never fell through. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know what happens with him. Um, also I see um, what's his name, Hashimura having a better season. I feel like he's gonna have a great season coming up. I feel like he can step up his game. Not a lot to what Russell was. That's the thing, though. Know, he just you pay him with Russell Westbrook and Bill, you, you know. 
Those are two high usage players. But they're both unselfish. Well, Beal is unselfish. Westbrook is also. I cannot call him selfish because of how much assists he gets or no. They're both unselfish. I'll say that. But um, yeah, definitely an honorable mention. Uh, one honorable mention from my team, at least from the Knicks. Um, Kevin Knox looks really good in the couple preseason games that he's been playing recently. Hopefully, he could keep up what he's been doing. Yeah, he's, looking like I don't um, know why the Knicks don't just let the young people play and kick out the old like let all of them play, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, you 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 preaching to the choir right here, man. I mean, like that's how I feel, and I've been saying this on on Knicks Twitter for the last couple of days, especially since like when Thibs ran out that lineup, yo. I was so hype. It was like quickly RJ, Knox, Toppin, and and Robinson, and like yeah, that, just keep that, that, lineup. that lineup won us both games. Like, just do that, and the fans will be happy. The team will be happy for the most part, at least, because we'll get a good draft pick in this year's loaded draft class. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, but yeah, from what I've seen from Knox, if he can continue to keep that up, he's he's in for a good year. Um. Excellent three-point shooting, looking like Steve Novak out there from the corners, but yeah. <laughs> PJ Tucker. Um, but Kevin Knox, I, I definitely like his game. I hope he develops some more. Hopefully the Knicks gets a new trainer and developer. Well, I mean, they 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 did hire a whole new development staff this, this offseason. The Knicks were one of the only teams that didn't have a development staff before this year. Oh, so. yeah, I could see that. <laughs> So, I mean, you, you, you're going to see some improvements from some of the guys this year. It's just a matter of how long it takes, but it will happen because we finally do have a development staff. So there's that. Um, Let's go right into first-time All-Stars now. There will be no games. There will be no actual All-Star game this year. There will just be an All-Star break, but they're still going to vote on the All-Stars. So there's that. Um, Do you have any, any first-time All-Stars in mind? Cause this past year we had like a lot of new first time all stars yeah. like it was um, Luca, Trey, Ingram, Tatum, well, Siakam, with Gobert, Mitchell. Yes, for sure. The thing is, now that KD is back, he's back in all star. Steph game. is back. Kyrie's back. Like, yeah, now that they're back, it's hard to name the new all stars. I can name people who won't be all stars possibly. Like, I don't think Brandon Ingram will be all star again this year. Um, especially with Zion coming back healthy. But if we're considering new All-Stars, I could see Zion actually become an All-Star this year. Oh, you know the league is going to get him in, bro. They they forcing the games down our throats. Pause. Yeah. But yeah, they they forcing Zion already. They forcing, they're, um, they're definitely forcing Zion. John Morant also, honorable mention. But there's a lot of guards in the West, but Morant does stand out sometimes. So I'll, I'll throw him in that. Um, Depending on how well OKC does, possibly shy. I don't. I don't know what kind of season he's gonna have yet, but I could definitely probably play. not yet. I don't think Shay's gonna get it yet. Yeah, I don't think he will. Jamal but gonna, Murray gonna, can get it. Yeah, I'll throw Murray. Very iffy as well, but I'll throw Murray in there as well. Um, new All Stars, Murray. Yeah, I could throw Murray in there. Uh, otherwise, I don't think. I hope John won't make it back. I ain't gonna say no. He's not a new All Star, so no, he don't count. He don't count. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Who else? Who else? 
That's it's thing. really hard to pick because like yeah. there's a lot of guys that have been in it already. Who's not gonna leave it? Like stuff that Curry didn't make it, which is why you're seeing people like Brandon Ingram made it and KD didn't. And make it, so. made it last year as yeah. well. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's it's hard. LeBron didn't retire yet, so he's still. You know, LeBron's in there automatically. You know, a few plays is just there automatically. Like Harden's there Maybe automatically. Maybe Zach Levine in the East. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Maybe Russell Westbrook takes that spot instead. Who knows? Mm. No. See, it's ah. so hard. Mm. Depends on how well Drew Holiday plays in the East as well. I don't know. He's not a first-time All-Star. But he got an All-Star appearance, right? Yeah, in 2013. Oh, yeah. A lot of people forgot it's been so long. Drew Holiday hasn't Damn, been there. bro. <laughs> He's been in the All-Star game so nah, long. Nah, 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 nah. He, count, he count, bro. He, don't, <laughs> he counts. I don't care. That's, a, that's seven years, bro. Damn. Um... Trey Young, Trey Young was in it last. Was he? No, he was. Uh, was in it last year. He was. He was okay. Yeah, I see Trey Young returning. Oh, he started. Yeah, he was starter. Oh yeah, Trey Young going back. Yeah, he's going back. He's not a new All Star. He's going back. Trey Young is like that. So yeah, Trey Young definitely. Oh, I can't mention. Trae it's Young. hard to pick who's going to be a first time All Star. If I were to put money on it, it would probably have to be Jamal Murray though, because I feel like after all the momentum he gained from the bubble, if he continues a somewhat similar path. Not like all the way averaging thirty, but if like he ups his averages, the the he won't be a starter. But like coaches, I know the coaches decide, but it's like there's no actual game, so it's like, yeah, I put I I probably put my bet on Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Murray definitely considerable. Um, otherwise, just thinking about other people is it's hard because these, these the West and the East is the East got way better. Not like way ten times, but not ten times better. But they got way better. Meaning, they got Russell Westbrook over there now. They got KD over here now. They got they got Drew Holiday over here with Giannis now. You got the Heat stepping up. Um, I gotta see. How, I hope all the deep will step it back up. He's been struggling since since his injury. I would have said him, yeah. but ever since that, ever since he came back, he has not. He's not a first time All Star, too. Yeah, he was an All Star before. I forgot. Damn. He just didn't get to play. I think. Yeah, sadly. Uh, like I literally, while I do the podcast, I have to look at NBA teams. I could find like because so much teams around there. Did Vucevic get an All Star selection last year? He did, right? I believe so. If not. Definitely Vooch. If he didn't get one last year, I don't. I think he did. I don't remember, but definitely Vooch could be in there. Levine is definitely a great mention for sure. Aiton Vucevic did get an All Star appearance in 2019. Okay, all right. So I'll take him out. Aiton as a big man, I could. I think Aiton possibly can. Yes, possibly touch it. I mean, with like CP3 feeding him and he's going to be in a feature, a more featured role on a playoff team, mm-hmm. it's very possible that he could get that that one of those big man spots. Sure. Um, if Fox somewhat steps it up, then ah, you don't see. It's so loaded at the guard spot in the West. That's, That's what makes it hard problem. to pick a West guard in the West. Um, otherwise... I mean, Vooch made it already, so I can't mention Vooch. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't expect too much new faces in the All Star game this year. Though. I don't. Yeah, compared to this last year, I don't expect too much. Yeah, I'd probably just say Jamal Murray, and then you said Zion, right? Because you mm. know how the league. Yeah, definitely wants to feature Zion as their new premier talent, which I understand because you know 
he sells with the highlights and whatnot. So mm-hmm. and he definitely has a personality for it. So all right, let's get into the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, and then we'll kind of divide it up by contenders and pretenders. And then we'll get into surprise playoff teams as well as who will be the worst team in the league. So let let's do you want to start with Eastern Conference or Western Conference? So is the West today. The West, the wild, wild West. Let's see. So we got, of course, the defending champions, the Lakers. They have definitely improved. Um, they got Wesley Matthews. Um, Dennis Schroeder, Marcus Gasol, Montrezl Harrell helped that, that those are definitely upgrades from JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, um, Rondo and Danny Green. For sure. Somewhat. For sure. For sure. That's definitely an upgrade. Mm-hmm, I can agree. Um, and then you got the Clippers who were the two seed. So we expect the Lakers. Lakers are a contender. We are going to put them in that category. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, we took a contenders right now. So first, these Lakers as first seed. I I would say they yeah, basically. Okay. I could agree with that. Second seed, I will go with um the Nuggets. I'm gonna go with the mm. I'm gonna go with the Nuggets. The Nuggets have literally been like a top five seed for a minute. Unless I'm bugging, I believe so. But I'm gonna run with the Nuggets because here's the thing, right? Not mm-hmm. only did they still keep Jokic and got a Murray getting better, they give if they give Bobo some more minutes and they and Michael Porter Jr. becomes the player he's supposed to be, and they they have that same coaching system, have that system around them. I see them being the second seed in the West right now, for sure. That team is um, their team is pretty much the same. They did add um, Jermichael Green from the Clippers. They also added um, small guard from I forgot what team he came from, but he was overseas. I think Real Madrid. He's playing basketball there. Small guard, but he's a wizard with the ball. Like he throws these like crazy, ridiculous, magical looking passes. He reminds me of Pablo Prigioni when Pablo Prigioni used to play for the Knicks. So yeah, he 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 he's great out there with Jokic and them. Um, with the Nuggets, I think a lot of people are kind of overrating Jeremy Grant's um impact on the team. I think his impact was mostly felt in the playoffs. I think that's where they'll probably feel it the most because he was able he was a versatile defender and then he was surprisingly able to give you some consistent offense during those series as well. So, but maybe you replace that production with Will Barton, but there's some like little issues there with Will Barton saying he doesn't want to be a six man for the team. So we'll see how that goes. Um, But yeah, I mean, Denver at two seeds, that's, that's not that unreasonable. I mean, with the Jeremy Grant thing as well, people got to remember I think it was like two years ago when they didn't have Jeremy Grant, the Nuggets were a two seed already before. So, uh-huh. so it's not unreasonable to put Denver at the two seed. Um, three, probably put the Clippers right. <laughs> okay, okay, 
I know the Clippers are a favorite to laugh at these days. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Clippers. Yeah, um, that's fair. I can't disrespect the Clippers. Especially with uh, Mr. George Paul. Yeah. Paul of George. <laughs> George of Paul. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll throw the Clippers there. I feel like they got to come back from that horrible 3-1 comeback. So, I, I feel like they're going to be motivated to get back in the playoffs and do something this year and be a, a contender. I feel like everyone counted them out after that loss. But I, I'm not going to count them out. I feel like they're definitely still up there to be that team. And don't forget, it's not usually the first season doesn't go super well. It's usually the second season that people really, you know, watch closely. So now with the second season with George back and Kawhi and them, actually, oh, I hope they've been practicing. We're going to see what happens. Well, here's the thing about them practicing. Today, Ty Lue said they're going to be running some triangle offense, which is what Phil Jackson used with Kobe and Michael. So he said he wants to implement that. And I noticed someone on Twitter said that is a good offense to use when you don't really have a primary playmaker. So, oh, yeah, that's that's we know the Clippers do not have a primary playmaker. Patrick Beverly is not that Paul George is not that as much as he wants to be. He is not that as well. So I think if they are going to use the offense, why not use an offense suited for a team that doesn't have what? Hmm. What they don't have, so uh, let's see. I, I think Tyrone Lue might be the coach for them. Doc Rivers wasn't, so we're gonna see. Um, the Clippers. Um, as much as I want to put them in my pretenders category, they are a contender. They did add Sergi Baca, who is a friend of Kawhi, so Kawhi does have some familiarity with him. Um, what else? What else? What else? They added Nicholas Batum. I feel like he's going to be a part of the rotation. At least he was in their preseason games. Um, I don't even know about... They re-signed Reggie Jackson, but I don't even know. That wasn't a smart move. Reggie Jackson is like the Julius Randle of point guards. So I like Reggie Jackson, so I'm going to disagree. We continue. <laughs> Julius, I mean, Reggie Jackson does like nothing good for them. Like Kawhi is almost always upset, at least when I see him when that guy's on the court with him because he just doesn't he just takes bad shots and then like it's just he doesn't make smart decisions on the basketball court hmm. okay i mean we're gonna see what happens for him this season I, I i like reggie jackson as a bench player he comes in good scoring player good scorer kind of kind of crafty so i like him as a player so um he he he's just not what the Clippers need right now. They need a playmaker, and he just comes in and he doesn't make plays. So Luke Kennard is definitely a great pickup for the Clippers, by the way. Luke Kennard, the shooter. ah yes, that's who I was forgetting. Yes, great great pickup. And they said they have him running some point sometimes in practices as well. Wow, which okay. is weird because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really see Kennard as a playmaker, especially coming out of Duke, but. Who knows, maybe that's something he's been working on since he got to the league and the Pistons really never let him use it or he's just been injured too much for us to really notice it because I know he's been dealing with these knee issues and that's part of the reason why the Pistons kind of got rid of him in the first place. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes with the Canard experiment on the Clippers. Um, 
I think it's definitely a plus that they got rid of Montrez. From what I know, at least, that Montrez was not someone that they got along with in the locker room, at least Kawhi and Paul George. So if your two main guys aren't getting along with one of your higher usage bench players, then it's just not going to work. And then we have all the stuff that leaked out. At the end of the playoffs last year, we everyone's assuming that it was Montrez that leaked it out because, you know, he's with Clutch and mm-hmm. the whole politics behind that. So there was that. Um, what other teams are we looking at in the West as contenders? I think that's it for the contenders in the West. I feel like there are like some other solid teams that they possibly can surprise us in the playoffs at least. Um, contend. Oh, is that all the contenders for sure? Uh, Mavs. Mm, Mavs. Can't put Mavs there. Mavs. Just because Porzingis is not going to be healthy, at least to start the season. And I just don't think they have enough, even if he is there, to like really be considered a solid contender. Okay. At least not yet. Right. What about what about the rock? The Rockets is iffy with Harden situation, right? That Harden situation, the PJ Tucker situation, it's just not a good situation in Houston, and all that confusion and. All the distractions that are going to be going on around that team, I just don't think they'll be focused enough to even. I don't even. I'm a lot of people are not confident in them getting a playoff spot. Mm. Hmm. I don't okay. know. All right, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. So, um, for my fourth seed, I would probably put um, it's probably between Phoenix and Golden State. Okay. Phoenix and Golden State. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. I, I can agree with Phoenix definitely getting there, especially after their. I ain't going to say. The, let me stop talking about the bubble. The bubble's gone. But I, with the team they got right now, I can see Phoenix. Especially if, if Chris Paul could bring that Thunder team, he could definitely bring that Suns team to the playoffs. So, oh, right. yeah. Definitely. Um, the Suns team is like way better, and the Suns improved too. Mm-hmm. They added Jay Crowder, Etwan Moore. Oh, yeah. Um, Langston Galloway, just straight shooters they added, and they already had shooters and defenders. So for sure, you okay. just add more of those, and you let Devin Booker do his thing. DeAndre Ayton's game opens up a little bit more. I know Phoenix fans are a little bit upset with Ayton not being as aggressive as they want him to be, but hopefully CP3 can instill some of that in him. Okay, and we'll see how that goes. The uh, year, I'm gonna throw in the Trailblazers for sure. Yeah, Trailblazers will be in the mix. They'll be in the mix. A lot of people overrated the Trailblazers um off season, and I think even ourselves when we did the um the free agency podcast episode, because like, sure they made they added some some solid pieces, but like, in in the in the in the grand scheme of things, I don't really see those pieces being such difference makers because. We kind of know the ceiling of their team, I the Trailblazers. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say we know the ceiling because after Dane's performance, and the reason why we were so high on the Trailblazers in the offseason, I mean, in the playoffs, right? You talk about the playoffs? 
Oh, you said um. Nah, I meant like a lot of people kind of overrated the Trailblazers off season. Like some people are like calling them like legit contenders, and I'm like, whoa. I could see them being contenders though, just because when as long as Nurkic stays healthy, I can see them being contenders. Nurkic is food to AD though. Like we saw what AD did to that man in in the playoffs, which is, which is fine because now he has a little more help with um. What what you call it? Just Harry Giles is there now. Not a bad defense. I don't think Harry Giles was a, was a solid pickup. I hope he can just stay healthy. But he was a solid pickup. I do like that pickup. But they do have Ennis Cantor as well. He is food he's defensively. So I don't know. I do definitely have the Portland Trailblazers making the playoffs, but I don't know. I got them making the playoffs for sure. Um. Golden State, of course, we assume that Steph and them will get to the playoffs. Steph, Draymond, they'll lead that squad to the playoffs. They do have a better, a way better roster than they did last year, at least, with adding Kelly Oubre, Wiseman, Wanamaker, Bazemore, um, and all the people they have on their team. A lot of people, a lot of people underrating Steph. I mean, a lot of people are like, Warriors will make the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against that. Steph. I, I never understood why anyone bets against the best shooter of all time, but suit yourselves. They make it in the playoffs if he stays healthy, believe it or not. So if you don't like Facts. Curry, you're going to be upset. So stay upset. I can't wait till he upsets everyone because it's like they doubt in him. Um, Jazz are definitely probably going to be in the playoffs. We know they're like a mainstay every year. Um, And that's like, what, six or seven teams we got? Yeah. We got Lakers, I'm gonna, Nuggets, I'm Clippers, gonna throw Warriors, Phoenix, Jazz. The potential new faces we're going to throw in, the Pelicans. Going to throw the Pelicans into conversation. Um, oh, the Mavericks. I, I, said, I said the Mavericks earlier. Okay. One, if you two. mentioned the Mavericks a little earlier. But, yeah, I'm going to throw the Pelicans in the conversation. I will also uh, – the Grizzlies did not get that much better in the offseason. So – I don't know. All right, we got seven teams with Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Warriors, Phoenix, Trailblazers, and Jazz. That leaves that last spot to either Mavericks, Pelicans, Grizzlies, and yeah. Uh, oh. yeah that's hard. It depends. <laughs> if Przingis comes back on time, and I'll, I'll I'll throw the Mavs. I have belief. I believe in the Pelicans. Actually, I actually believe Alonzo's gonna have a good season. So, I feel like with Alonzo having a good season, that team gets way better, like like two times better. So, um, yeah, I'll just keep them at that. When we talk about the worst team in the West, um, by far it's gonna be um it's gonna be Minnesota probably. Okay, that's fair to say. I mean, unless I don't know, can now or OKC? Yes, I'm gonna go my Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, OKC is gonna be the worst team in the West. I can't deny that. If you look at my, if you look at our roster, my we have George Hill starting at point guard, and Al Horford at the could be worse. Yeah, could be worse, but we're not making the playoffs. Like we're literally gonna use the next few years to. Hopefully, get Amani Bates. I need us to get Amani Bates um, and Bronny, and um, you know 
Mikey and all that on mute and see what happens. Um, and yeah, so hopefully Amani Bates will have you on Amani Bates. I hope OKC drops that kid. But definitely the, the worst team paper-wise is definitely the, the Thunder. Teams are going to see the Thunder this year and be excited to see the Thunder. But I'm going to see... So glad that's not being excited about my Knicks. Oh my gosh. Oh no, they're still going to be excited for the Knicks. Don't worry. <laughs> It's going to be excited. Oh, of course. I mean, but like Thibodeau's going to be having those dudes playing defense at least. Hopefully. We're going to see what happens. But yes, the worst team in the West is definitely the Thunder. And after them, um, between the, the Timberwolves and the Kings and uh, yeah, the Timberwolves and the Kings probably between them. But the, the Thunder on paper, definitely going to be the, the worst team. Thunder do still have a lot of promising talent on their squad though with um, Theo Maladon. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, for sure. Okushevsky. Sure. Our rookie is decent. Um, that Alex, whatever I can't yeah, say. Okushevsky. Yeah, he's, he's decent. Um, um, Baisley. Baisley definitely honorable man. Westbrook. Yeah, we got Dort. Dort. Hopefully, he could have a better season. Dort as well. Y'all got some. Y'all got some solid young talent on the team. Yeah, Thunder are gonna be a team to like. Halfway through the year, you might tune into them on like League Pass or whatever, and you might be you might catch a game or whatever and see. Shay and them going off. So now nah, I, I can see the Thunder being the Brooklyn Nets without Kyrie and um KD. Just just because they play hard. I think the Thunder are gonna play very hard because that's they, they always have done that. So you're gonna see how that ends. Got a new coaching staff and whatnot too. So gonna be excited. Not exciting, but I'm gonna be excited for the next few years and we start picking our draft picks. So don't hop on a bandwagon then, okay? Stay where y'all at. I'm, I'm staying with my OKC, my Wizards, and I'm I'm adding the Nets to my 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 teams this year. So I am still a Wizards fan. I'm still an OKC fan. I, I am a Nets fan. So that's that's what it is. I'm weak. All right. So then we got um in the East. Contenders? Oh, yeah. I know who you're going to say. Who we're going to say first. The Brooklyn Nets. Boston Celtics. Oh. Oh, no. Nah. Boston actually kind of worries me a little bit. So, yeah. I'm, I was just joking with that. But um, we all know Bucks are going to be up there as usual. For sure. Even, even though they're frauds in the playoffs. For sure. For sure. Bucks. I actually have to put the Bucks in the Pretenders. I'm sorry. I have to put Bucks in the Pretenders. I don't need them in Contenders. They're contenders, but they're also pretenders. They're contenders for the regular season, but pretenders in the in the playoffs. Unless Giannis and them, and Budenholzer, oh, Budenholzer just pisses me off because he limits the the um the potential of that team by being stupid. Yeah, hopefully they get rid of him. But um, I'm gonna leave. They should got rid of him this off season. I, I was hoping for that. Yeah, they made it. But I'm gonna leave. Yeah, I'm gonna leave the Bucks as contenders. I'm gonna leave them there just because they, they literally won 60 games last season, and they didn't get worse in the offseason to me. So definitely gonna leave them there. The Brooklyn Nets, I could see them being either the first or second seed this year, depending on the health of that team for sure. Team needs defense. Yeah, our defense is not the best, but. Our offense. The way DeAndre uh, Jordan was playing drop coverage last against the Celtics, whew, if he does that against Steph on opening night, Steph's gonna have forty. Yeah, you gotta. His drop coverage is like literally just hanging out in the paint and just watching the shooter shoot. 
Yeah, that's not gonna work out for us in the long run. So uh, he better tune in before he gets slapped. Cause I will go, I will go to the facility and slap that seven foot man and run. Cause I ain't staying for that fight. So um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that he better tune in and start playing some defense. Um, otherwise, contenders. So Celtics, Bucks, Nets for me. Um, um, what's the other team? The Heat. The Heat, I'm going to keep them in my contenders. I would not sit there and disrespect the championship team. Well, not championship, but, you know. The Eastern Conference Eastern, champions. Eastern Conference champions. I'm not going to count them out. I'm going to leave them as contenders because they're keeping the same team with the coach. The chemistry is going to get better. The players is going to get better. I feel like none and Tali Hero going to get better. We're going to see what happens with them. Yo, bro, it's December 21st. Did you get your power yet? Uh... I'm going to wait till I wake up. I feel like I got to reset my body. And then <laughs> I'm going to go look at the moon. I got. I think we have to look at the moon first. And gotta look at the moon? I bet. And the planets. I think we got to look at those first. I'm going to step outside just now, actually, and go see. Hopefully, when I come back, I could do something special because, yeah, I only hope so. I hope LeBron will get no powers because he's, he's already OP. So, yeah. Um. Yo, if he gets powers, that's crazy. Yeah, if LeBron gets powers, yeah, it's over. It's over. I don't think. I think he has powers already. He does not get injured. So yes, he has powers. That man, durability. That, that's a superpower. I don't care what anybody tell me. Uh, we gotta get. We gotta get some stimulus checks if we get these powers. Oh no, we get stimulus. If not, we won't get those checks somehow, some way. They're gonna pay us back. Oh yeah, and I ain't gonna lie. If we get powers, we come back for slavery. America, watch out. America, watch out. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> and we know what we're going to do. We're going to reverse. We're, we're not going to come to Africa. We're going to bring you guys to Africa this time, this time around. That's what we're going to do with our power. But anyways, um, yeah, with the, the Eastern Conference. So I have the Nets, Celtics, the Heat, the Bucks. I'm going to leave the 76ers there because they got better, way better with the shooting, with the defending in general. So, definitely the 76ers. I have, what, that's five teams? Yep. Pretenders now. Going to the pretenders. Uh, Raptors? Raptors. I'm going I'm to put the Raptors in there. Uh, um, No faces. No faces. Possibly. And I just, this, this is just a, a gamble. The Hawks. I'm going to leave the Hawks in the air. Just because that team actually got like to me, I think the Hawks had the best offseason than me. Otherwise, other than the Lakers, um, I'm gonna count out. Uh, actually, let me not count out the Hornets. I just gotta see what happens with that team. I don't, I don't see them doing too much. Um, who else? And uh, yeah, that's otherwise. I gotta see what with the Pacers. The Pacers have been very uh not the best team in the playoffs, so I gotta see. I what mean, with the Pacers, in the regular season. It's... with the Pacers, it's like I don't know. Don't it's know. like it, it's it it, yeah. it all counts on Oladipo. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. Oh, yes, yes, yes. How can I forget my team? The Wizards. Yes, yes. I'm going to throw my Wizards. Wizards are definitely going to be there. 
I'm gonna throw my wishes into the playoff conversation for sure. I believe Beal and Westbrook is gonna be the best backcourt in the East, and they're gonna work. They're gonna work. So yes, I'm gonna cut my wishes in. I'm gonna put out my wishes at the seventh seed though. If anything. Yeah, that's definitely doable for the sixth the highest, but seventh. I'm gonna leave that sixth the highest for the Wizards. But I'm gonna leave them at the seventh seed. Um so one, two, three, four, five, and then Pacers. Then the, oh man, we forgot the we got a oh, Raptors, Raptors, yep. And the Magic's honorable mention. Raptors. All right, we got so far we have Brooklyn, Boston, Bucks, not in any order specifically, but Miami Sixers, Raptors, Pacers. That's already seven teams. Eighth team is the Wizards, you said? Yeah. And then So you think you think the Hawks and the Hornets are gonna be playing for that 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 playing game? Possibly. Not the Hornets. The Wizards. Not the Hornets. But maybe Oh, you don't the, think the Hornets? I, I just gotta because I gotta see what happened with that team. For the playing game, for the playing game, it's seven, eight, nine, and ten. Oh, so yeah, possibly the Hornets. The thing about the Hornets, they're missing out that key big man. So I don't know what's gonna happen. I feel like they need a big, they're a big man away from being a way better team. I think I think they should just play PJ Washington at the five and just call it a day. Yeah, but he's he's gonna get babied a lot. So I don't know. Don't know until you throw him into the fire. To be honest, yeah, we gonna see what happens. But yeah, so I I, I kind of have the same same um eight mm-hmm. with um with Brooklyn, Boston, Bucks, Miami Sixers, Raptors, Wizards, possibly the Hawks or the Pacers, um Hornets probably playing game. The Hornets are going to be a fun team this year. They're going to be like a a league pass team. Um. Do you have any team that may surprise you to getting into the playoffs? Like one team that's not really expected to get in, but they could just get in somehow. I'm gonna so leave like, it. I'm gonna leave it at the Hawks. At the Hawks. So you don't think the Hawks are just like an automatic lock? You think that they might be like one of those teams that like just pops in at like the last minute or something? Yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. Just because it's a new team too, you know. I can't sit there and call them. Oh yeah, you're gonna definitely make it because they never played together as that unit, you know. And the new piece that what Chris Dunn as a new piece, Rajon Rondo as a new piece. They got Bajon. They got a whole bunch of new pieces over there. So once they lock in, I'm gonna see what's up with them. But I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it as the Hawks. Uh the I I just don't know what to think about the Bulls. I I don't know what to think about them. So I'm gonna leave that as is. I'm not gonna mention the Bulls. I don't. I didn't. They got a good rookie. Otherwise, I don't know what's up with them. But I'm definitely gonna leave it. Though. I feel like the Hawks could be a surpriser. If we talk about the West, I say the Grizzlies could be a surpriser. Okay, my surprise team oh, the, in oh, oh shoot the Spurs. Oh yeah, the Spurs. I can't disrespect Craig Pop. Mm, I don't know. The Spurs don't got it to me this year. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Spurs could be a lottery team. As much as you say that, I will not disrespect. My son, Greg. Greg Popovich? Yeah, I ain't going to. Oh, no. Greg Popovich might have to get rid of DeRozan and Aldridge and just call it a tank year and just, like, let's just go get go, – this This year is the perfect year to do it. This is a lot of talent in this year's draft. Yeah, so. you see that. You got that part. All right. So, I mean, my surprise team in the East is um, the Hornets. I feel like they're going to be a super fun team. Oh, 
Oh yeah, I it's love watching them. I love watching yeah. them so far. Mm-hmm. The mellow ball has that team like having fun out there playing basketball, like like you actually want to tune in to see Charlotte games this year for once. I'm dead gonna watch. Like I watch them play. It's dead exciting to watch them play. Just I, I don't know what it is about them. Maybe it's Lamelo. It's Lamelo. It gotta be Lamelo, bro. I don't know. That's seeing him there. That team just looks different, bro. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um. So um. So who do you think is gonna be the worst team in the East? Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes, it's not the Knicks. Yes, yeah, I think that after seeing what the Knicks did to them, nah. <laughs> Uh, Knicks did them dutch. Yeah, that was just nasty, bro. We had them. We had them down one hundred one to fifty four, and my son Emmanuel quickly made Colin Sexton and Darius Garland his sons that night. Yeah, that those he gave birth to them the other night. So that's his new sons right now. So I feel like the worst team in the East this year will not be the Knicks. I feel like the Knicks will have a way better year. I'm, I'm gonna leave it with Cleveland just because not number one, their that their locker room situation I heard is very toxic. But other than Cleveland, I'm going to leave. Oh, well, I don't know what the, I don't know what the Pistons going to do. That team, that Pistons team makes me sick. They got so many bigs running out there. Bro, that Pistons team, when I look at them, I just be so confused on what they're, what, what's their plan. Are they rebuilding? Or After they, after they signed LiAngelo and dropped him, I was just like, yeah, what, what are y'all doing? Bro, that move was for clout. I called it from the jump. It was for clout. That move was just for clout. Like, I, they saw the opportunity with Lamelo getting drafted. They were like, "Oh, let's just get the third ball brother in here," and then Not it was just it was sad after that. Yeah, so I'm I don't I, it's either between the worst teams fighting is going to be the Pistons and uh, Cleveland. I'll leave it at that. All right. So to recap, before we we call this a night and reset to get our our powers so we got in the east we got contenders brooklyn kev says the bucks i got them as pretenders the heat sixers um who else i'm missing anyone no i'm not the celtics right Mm -hmm. um and then to fill out the rest of the playoffs we got raptors pacers Slash Hawks, Wizards, maybe Hornets get that playing game as well. Western Conference, we got Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Phoenix slash Golden State, Trailblazers, Jazz, Mavs, um, possible playing participant, Grizzlies as well. Um, for our award predictions, MVP, Kev got Luka, I got Steph. Rookie of the Year, he's got LaMelo, I got Obi. We both got Levert for six man of the year, defensive player of the year. Kev's split between Giannis and Bam. I got Ben Simmons. Most improved player, Kev got Christian Wood. I got SGA. And we all set our breakout players. Too many to recap. First time All-Stars. You got Zion. I got Jamal Murray. Surprise playoff teams. We just literally said those. And um, the worst teams in the league will possibly be Thunder, T-Wolves, Kings, Cavs, Pistons, and the Knicks will be towards the bottom, but I don't think they'll be the worst. Who knows? But that is all for today's episode. 
if I left out your team, I apologize. Or I don't. If you left out your team, how by mistake? <laughs> um, if we left out any of your favorite players, um, sorry about that. I guess I don't. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, make sure you check out the links in the show notes. I came out with a brand new piece today, talking about my ideal season for the Knicks. Speaking from the perspective of a Knicks fan, got a lot of positive positive feedback on it so far. Hope that you all check that out, even if you aren't a Knicks fan. Something to just read about the Knicks, just in case you thought Knicks fans were delusional enough to think that we're going to win anything this year. We're not. We expect to lose a lot, and we're fine with that. Um, Make sure you check out the show website. Follow us on social media as well. The links will all be in the show notes. Um, thank you for tuning into this um, super long episode. Not usually what we do here, but you know, season preview season's right, literally around the corner. So we got tons more episodes coming as the season rolls on, and that's it. 